Hello, friends. It's Mr. Jim, and welcome back to Kids Animal Stories. I want to make sure that you have seen all of our awesome activities for you that we make for every episode. You see, down in the show notes below, there's a link for activities for kids, and there's all kinds of awesome critter challenges and things for you to do at home uh, that have to do with the critter of today's episode, which I cannot tell you because it's a mystery. Are you ready to solve this mystery with me? Oh, Let's do this! Let's go! On the last episode, remember Miss Doe and Miss Winifred heard the robins starting to get very loud in a, in a way that sounded like there was a coyote nearby. And there actually was this time, as Miss Doe and Miss Winifred were hiding in the grass. They didn't move for hours. They could hear the coyotes walking around the field near them. She didn't know what to do. As Miss Doe was thinking and thinking, she could feel the baby in her belly moving a lot. And it was time for the baby to be born. But that would not be a good thing if coyotes are nearby. After waiting... For almost the entire night, as still as they could, the birds finally calmed down and stopped chirping. The coyotes must have moved on. And it wasn't much longer before the baby was born. Excitement was exploding as Miss Doe looked at her new baby and named her Fawn. She was so grateful to have her new friend Miss Winifred with her the entire way. And as the baby tried to stand up for the first time, oh, she fell down in the grass, but never stopped trying. Miss Doe was so tired after all that hard work, she yawned and fell asleep. It's okay, because Miss Winifred, her friend, was with the new baby Fawn. And so Fawn just kept trying to stand, and she never gave up. Finally, after about 20 minutes... She was able to wobble with her very tall, skinny legs and able to stand for a few hours. And then Fawn got tired and fell asleep next to her mommy. Have you figured out the mystery? There have been a lot of clues. Let's talk about them. I just heard that Fawn had tall, skinny legs. That's pretty interesting. And they have ears. I remember from the last episode that can turn and and hear really well in a little tail. Mm, I think I got it. Do you think it's a giraffe? Because giraffes have long legs, ears, and tails, and do they... Wait a second. I think Miss Doe lived in Illinois. Are there giraffes in Illinois? <laughs> no. Wrong answer. I, I, I gotta try again. All right. Is Miss Doe a sandhill crane? What do you, I like it. I like it. Uh, sandhill cranes are those really are tall birds with tall, skinny legs. Okay, that's what I'm going with. And uh, let's see. Wait a second. I think uh, those sandhill cranes lay eggs. And uh, Miss Stowe did not lay an egg. <laughs> okay, wrong answer. Do you know? I need help. Do you know who Miss Doe is and what kind of critter she is? Did you say a deer? Oh, wait a second. That actually kind of makes sense. Miss Doe uh, has long legs, check. A tail, check. Ears. 
of a baby. Oh, and she named her baby Fawn. That's what a baby deer is called. You're right. Miss Doe and her baby Fawn and their friend Miss Winifred are all deers. That's why they were afraid of those coyotes. That makes a lot of sense. Well, over the next several weeks, the three of them spent together grazing in the meadows and eating everything that they could. But one afternoon, it started to rain really heavy. As the crash of the lightning and thunder echoed through the hills, Fawn was a little scared. Mom, what was was that? Oh, little one, that is a thunderstorm. They happen here sometimes, and it's going to be okay. But let's uh, maybe go under some trees so we can stay dry out of the rain. The three deer raced over to the edge of the forest so that they could take cover from all that rain. But unfortunately, the storm did not stop. It rained and rained for days and days. Pretty soon, it started to flood. As these three deer looked for higher ground, all of a sudden, there was a giant flash flood that started to move through the forest. Mom! shouted Fawn. I'm right here. Just stay with me. Just keep kicking your legs. We're going to swim over to that hill, said Doe. Doe, Fawn, and Miss Winifred all swam over to the edge. You see, deer are actually incredible swimmers. It's kind of confusing because they have such skinny legs and no toes. I need my toes if I'm going to go swimming in the pool, right? (laughs) Yes, well, deer are actually really good at swimming. And so this flood, it was a little scary, but it's a good thing that they're good swimmers because they can just swim to the other side. Finally, after many days, the rain stopped. And these three deer found a new place to live. It was a new oak savanna nearby. It was full of beautiful forests and big, long, grassy hills. It was a perfect place to raise a little baby deer named Fawn. Wow, what an awesome adventure that we learned all about deers. Have you ever seen a deer running through the forest or through the grass? They're incredibly built and very fast. And did you know that baby deer, so that little fawn that was born, she's born with special spots on her fur that give her an extra boost of camouflage. Not only is she brown, but she also has those white spots. And that helps her blend into the grass and it actually like breaks up the pattern of the deer. And so if a coyote or some predator is looking her way, those spots help her blend in. Can you think of another critter that has spots on their fur. Hmm, maybe a leopard? Yeah, leopards have spots, and that is for their camouflage as well. It may be the end of our story, but I think it's just the beginning of our friend's amazing adventure as Miss Doe, Miss Winifred, and Little Fawn travel through the forest together. The end. Great job. You listened all the way to the end. And have you heard about being a critter protector? Yeah, well, in the show notes down below in the description, there's a link there where you can learn what it takes to become a critter protector. So if you love critters of all shapes and sizes, just like I do, then we need you on our team. 
critter protectors were always looking to, to save water sources and food and shelter for all the critters around our backyards or our neighborhoods. So if you have a habitat near you, it's your job to protect it for all the critters of all shapes and sizes. <laughs>